What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a hoop ball presentation. On today's edition of the Hoop Ball Lakers podcast with your main man Ethan Noroff, we're actually going to start with a quote that Damian Lillard recently shared on Twitter because it perfectly describes the absolute teardown of the Lakers that I'm about to go on. It's a good prelude for it, so let me share it with you. Ronnie on Twitter asked Dame Lillard, what is the best advice or quote a coach has ever given to him? You know what Lillard's response was? In a world of give and take, there aren't many willing to give what it takes. And that has really stuck with me because of what I do professionally as an educator, but also because of what we do here and watching the Lakers play recently, it has not looked like a team that is willing to give what it takes. Welcome back and welcome in. This is, of course, the Hoop Ball Lakers podcast brought to you only and exclusively by hoop-ball.com. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or pretty much anywhere where you find your streaming content. And you are riding with Ethan on today's solo episode of the teardown that is the Los Angeles Lakers. I got on Twitter last night after the game versus Washington, after wasting time watching the Lakers waste the game away down the stretch, and in particular, the fourth quarter in overtime. And I said I was going to go on a tirade, so I am here to do exactly that. But look, I would be ignorant, straight out ignorant, to ignore the fact that the Lakers are still 22-10. and 10. I would be stupid to sit here and press the panic button because of a rough stretch of games. But am I concerned? Am I disappointed? I think both of those things are very fair to say. The Lakers have now lost three straight games. They have lost four of their last five. Anthony Davis still isn't going to be back for about a month's time. And Dennis Schroeder, boy, if I were Dennis Schroeder's agent and the Lakers wanted to engage me in extension conversations, I would be looking at this stretch, of course, without AD, but now without Schroeder while he's in the health and safety protocols and go, well, maybe my client is even more valuable to your team than either of us thought. 
because since Schroeder has gone out alongside AD, the Lakers have basically fallen apart, okay? Now we start this stretch with this one win where the Lakers actually had to forge a comeback against Minnesota to knock off the Wolves, the NBA's worst team in my estimation, and win against them by a mere eight points. It still took 30 from LeBron. It still took that Herculean effort, and Schroeder was available for this one, and he was their second-best player with 24 points in this one on a 9 of a 15 efficient shooting night, okay? Since that time, and Schroeder's been out of the lineup, when I sat here and said when AD was going to go out, I said, look, there's going to be some games that present some challenges, but largely the Lakers have a schedule which they should be able to work their way through. I said the Nets game was going to be a challenge. We didn't necessarily know that Kevin Durant was for sure going to be out for that one. Obviously, looking back, that was pretty easy to call. Regardless, the Lakers could not forge much of anything against Brooklyn. They got close. They never really got over the hump. And despite 32 from LeBron, they could not get anything going against the Nets. So they take the L there, although that's a little predictable. Then you get to the game against the Heat, and in particular, an absolutely abysmal fourth quarter, really for both teams, but for the Lakers, just 42 second-half points. Of course, they held the Heat to actually 37 second-half points in this game, but only 42 second-half points. It was the first time in a long while the Lakers have lost while holding the opposition to under 100 points. But of course, if you hold them to under 100 and you only score 94, it's not hard to necessarily lose. They wasted a, a decent night from Kuzma. I mean, I know the 23 points, but he wasn't rebounding. He wasn't doing much else. And the shooting was rather inefficient. LeBron had the rare off night. Of course, I'd like my off night to still be a near triple-double, despite the, uh, again, off shooting. The Lakers couldn't hit the broadside of a barn in this game. They were 13 of 45 from beyond the three-point line. I mean, that is just not going to get it done, despite the Heat only making eight threes in this game. Just an ugly, sloppy game. The Lakers had plenty of opportunities, including a game-winning opportunity in the fourth quarter, and just couldn't get it done. So it hurts to lose that game, especially when the Lakers... They held the Heat to 60 points from quarters two, three, and four. 60 total points. Miami put up 36 in the first quarter. So the Lakers' defense really shut it down, but the offense simply wasn't good enough without Schroeder. And this is going to be a central theme we get to after we talk about the Wizards game, about the offense, especially without Schroeder and, of course, without AD. But against the Wizards, my God, Lakers, my God. What a waste of time, what a waste of space, what a waste of an opportunity to get back on the winning streak. What a waste of my time and energy and every Lakers fan who tunes in to watch these games being played. An absolute embarrassment. The Lakers should be woefully holding their heads about what level they played to in this game because this was flatly embarrassing. LeBron showed up. He played 43 minutes in a loss to Washington. He showed up. Kyle Kuzma was at least decent in this game. Kentavious Caldwell Pope, the man who we didn't even know if he was still on the roster recently, given how MIA he's been, came through with 21 points, but absolutely nothing else from the starting lineup. And as far as the bench goes, it was basically all Montrez with 26 and 9 in just 23 minutes. Very curious to see him sitting down the stretch, but it is what it is, and the Lakers lose to the lowly Wizards in this game. And if you're the Wizards, I mean, you have to be hyped, obviously. You have Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal both scoring more than 30 in this one. You have Rui Hachimura coming through with 15 efficient points. Boy, I wish the Wizards would use him better and differently than just 
standing him in the corner. I think they should give him way more opportunities than he's been getting, especially if you're going to play Davis Bertans, who suddenly remembered how to shoot at least decently enough, as well as Denny Avila, 28 and 23 minutes, respectively. Robin Lopez, uh, excuse me, Robin Lopez, 30 minutes in this one. I mean, the Wizards weren't exactly trotting out the globe trotters, even. And nonetheless, the Lakers found a way to lose this game. All respect to Washington. You got to show up if you're going to win. But to make no mistake, the Lakers found a way to lose this game. We're up 17 points in the third quarter and wind up not even uh, with the need to go to overtime. Then, of course, subsequently losing in this one. And you could just tell how visibly frustrated LeBron was after the loss in this one. He kind of looked at Kuzma. As soon as he's going to chuck it up at the end there for a potential opportunity to tie the game, he already started walking off because he knew it was nowhere to be found. Of course, LeBron is not without blame himself, missing critical free throws down the stretch. Wesley Matthews, again, failed to show up as a member of the starting five replacing Dennis Schroeder. He has to be better. The Lakers need to get more out of Alex Caruso. He needs to be better. Marquise Morris showed some signs of life. He was actually a plus nine in that game versus the Wizards. So maybe a little bit more there, but the Lakers need to figure it out and figure it out quick, which brings us to the current state of the Lakers sitting 22 and 10 as they prepare to take on the Utah Jazz, the team with the best record in the NBA, and by definition, the best team in the NBA with a major problem inside named Rudy Gobert. I have no idea. I repeat, no idea what the Lakers' plan is for Rudy Gobert. Marcus Gasol can't guard him. Montrezl Harrell's too small for him. And I have no idea what the Lakers' plan to do. But of course, we have to recognize that the Lakers now not only have one, but two open roster spots. Quinn Cook getting waved after the loss versus Washington. Quinn Cook did not appear in that game. It feels like the Lakers may have something on the horizon. I don't think the Lakers simply open up this roster spot for the sake of it, although they certainly could be monitoring multiple players on the buyout market. Obviously, we've heard names like Andre Drummond, Blake Griffin, P.J. Tucker more as a trade candidate. And then staying in Houston, Houston Rockets did officially release Marcus Cousins from his contractual duties as it comes a member of the Houston Rockets. So we shall see how that shakes out. But you would have to imagine that if the Lakers find Demarcus Cousins is available to them, that they will pursue a reunion. It makes plenty of sense. It should have happened last year. Unfortunately, it didn't. Now, Demarcus Cousins, much like Blake Griffin, but Demarcus Cousins at least is currently playing basketball. That's more than we can say for Blake Griffin, okay? But they are both more name than game at this point. Neither player would be a perfect fit in terms of roster construction. The Lakers sorely need a rim protector, especially with Anthony Davis out of the lineup. That is much more of an Andre Drummond type. I still think he's more likely to be traded than bought out. But perhaps the Lakers are buying themselves some flexibility. Quinn Cook wasn't going to make a difference on this team in terms of the on-court play. I appreciate his relationships with uh, everybody in the locker room. I appreciate his sort of always leading from the bench. I appreciate him accepting his role. But it's a business decision, and I certainly understand it, especially because the Lakers already did it once, and then they brought him back. So you knew he was on the roster. As the Lakers move forward, they need to find a way to right the ship and right the ship in a major hurry because it's not just defensively where there are concerns, despite the Lakers continuing to be at or near the top of the pack in terms of defensive teams in the NBA on a night-in, night-out basis. But the offense without Dennis Schroeder has looked absolutely terrible to use Charles Barkley. Absolutely horrid. 
And I have to say, I just need to see a little bit more from the rest of these guys. Taylor Horton Tucker, he's got to be better if he wants to keep riding that wave of opportunity. He's fouling way too much in the process, playing out of control. Alex Caruso needs to be more assertive, as I was mentioned prior. Reality is, outside of LeBron James and without Anthony Davis available, the, the lack of available ball handlers sort of now sticks out on the team. So the Lakers roster, while improved on paper from the depth perspective, as I've been saying, as we've been saying, and I'm sure as many have been saying, the identity of the team has definitely changed. And look, there is some element of the Lakers are just waiting for the All-Star break. The Lakers are just waiting for the end of the regular season in order to play for what they won last season. I get that, but that can't be an excuse for effort. And that's what really bothers me. I refuse to write off games versus the Heat, versus the Wizards, versus the Timberwolves, despite the Wolves being a win. And sitting here saying, well, the Lakers played, eh, whatever, good enough to win. It's, it's not good enough. Just because you build a championship culture one season does not mean it just automatically translates to the next. There is no culture in the world. I do not care if you were in education. I do not care if you were in pro basketball. I do not care if you were in crab fishing, going out on deep sea fishing adventures, whatever it is, where your culture is so strong that it cannot be improved. So the Lakers have done a good job. They continue to do a good job. They're always committed to excellence and something the franchise as long as What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I very much appreciate about that about this franchise and this team. But the individual effort from players has to be better as we move forward because Anthony Davis ain't walking through that door. There is no quick fix. There is no magic bullet. Nothing like that is coming. So I need the Lakers to really step up to stand out. And that's what they're going to have to focus on because it's not exactly the easiest road ahead. Yes, the, the All-Star break is definitely in the immediate future, right? It's basically a couple of weeks away at this point. However, it's still a couple of weeks away. And that is a lot of time and a lot of games elapsing. Therefore, I need to see the Lakers at least improve on the effort button. Because if they fail to do that, then the momentum going into the break is not going to be what it should have been. At Utah versus Portland 
versus Golden State, versus Phoenix, at Sacramento, all before the break. These are all teams that are high energy, high effort. It is going to be a demanding five games for the Lakers. They will be lucky to go three and two. Okay, lucky to go three and two. You hope that they go four and one. You'd love to see them go five and zero. Oh, but the Lakers will be lucky to go three and two. If they go three and two, they would stand at twenty. Uh, what is it? Twenty-five and twelve. I'd be okay with that. I think that's a fine place to be, right? If they're twenty-five and twelve. But if they lose five straight to lose eight straight in a row, you're talking about 22 and 15. Well, all of a sudden, the Lakers are a middle-of-the-pack team. Does seeding ultimately matter, especially in this particular season? No. But you don't want to see that from this team. You don't want to see the bad habits develop. You don't want to see the bad trends sinking in. And right now, when you watch the team, it reminds you of LeBron's first season on the Lakers, right? Where with LeBron gets the ball, everybody else sort of just gets out of the way and watches LeBron. We saw it in Kobe's last season where all the youngsters were around him and they were in such awe of playing with Kobe that they literally just stood there as if they were a spectator rather than somebody who was on the actual basketball court. And it was all Kobe having to do everything. We can't see that with LeBron. Is he capable? Sure. Is he going to continue to carry the load? Of course. Is he somebody who's going to actually wear down? Of course. Look, he's a cyborg. I get it. The guy is not human. We can say here, we can sit here and say all the things, give him all the compliments, and he is more than deserving of all of these things. He's earned it. Every accolade that he's received, every nickname, every everything. He has earned it. But it would be foolish to sit here at this point in his career and deny the fact that this is going to have a tax on him. Maybe not right now, maybe not even during the season or the playoffs, but in terms of that recovery time in between seasons. As his body continues to age, as the Lakers continue to pay him an absurd amount of money, he's worth every penny, by the way, but an absurd amount of money to suit up as a member of the Lakers, it has an impact. So the Lakers need to be delicate about balancing the short-term push and the long-term. I get it, okay? It's a tough position to be in. Look, there's a reason that when you're on top, everybody's gunning for you. I get that. And I'm not saying the Lakers are some sort of bottom feeder. I don't want to sit here and tell you the sky is falling. But three straight laces, uh, losses in Lakerland has me literally mixing up my vows and my words, as you can hear toward the end of this rant. So when I watch the Lakers play, I want to see them play fluid basketball. I want to see a commitment to defense. I want to see defense fueling offense, getting out in transition. But right now, some of the personnel that they have also challenges the way that they play. They're using combinations they haven't used much, if ever, before as a result of both Anthony Davis and Dennis Schroeder being out of the lineup. But if you have real depth in the NBA and you have players who can come in, and I'm not saying they replicate those numbers, but it's next man up mentality. And there's there's a, a contributing, uh, contributing variables all add up into an equal mix to recreate the parts to be greater than the sum. And so that's what the Lakers need to focus on now is getting more from those ancillary pieces in order to create a similar impact. Nobody's going to replace AD and thankfully Dennis Schroeder is on his way back, although Lakers are going to have at least one more game without him. So if you're the Lakers, you have to, have to commit to effort right now, get it back on track before the All-Star break and be ready to move forward accordingly following the layoff because everybody's going to be gunning for you it's going to be the same story in the postseason the lakers most certainly don't have to be the one seed but i don't want to see them as a four as a five or even worse something like that the west is 
competitive. It's going to continue to be competitive in this crazy year, and it's going to be tightly packed between those middle seats. So the Lakers have to have their eyes on the prize, even if the ultimate prize is more in the long term than the immediate short term. Okay, the Lakers take on the Utah Jazz. Then they play the Portland Trailblazers, and we've got a a group of teams here who are going to challenge the Lakers as they move forward at Utah versus Portland versus Golden State at Phoenix at Sacramento. Lakers must go at least three and two over the stretch to make me feel somewhat better about this time without Anthony Davis. And until I'm in your ear next time, Lakers fans, just remember this. Julius Randle is an all-star. Shout out to Julius Randle, man. I love seeing it. Former Lakers. Shout out to the Lakers scouting department. We got to end on a good note. Jordan Clarkson is balling in Utah. Barry Nance, when he's not hurt, does his thing in Cleveland. But Julius Randle, all-star. Brandon Ingram, balling. Lonzo Ball, coming through. Josh Hart, playing really well. So impressed by his maturation. Shout out to Lakers scouting department. Love to see the drafted talent performing well across the league. But internally, the Lakers got to fix it up. Suck it up, get the effort up, and keep it moving in order to stay kosher in Lakerland. I couldn't think of a better way to end it. Appreciate you guys as always for listening. You can follow me on Twitter at Ethan underscore Noroff. And until the next next Lakers podcast, follow us at Hoopball Lakers, at Hoopball Tweets, at Hoopball Fantasy. We out. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.